welcome. That was some really great trumpet playing, Chase. Oh, th- thank you very much, Manny. I've been I've been practicing a lot with my trumpeting. Yeah, yeah I can tell. I can tell you've been buzzing mm-hmm. your lips. Yep. What is yeah, that you know, awful just trying noise? To find, are you referring to the rain above my head? That awful noise in the background on your end. What is that? Um, well, I am currently um, recording from my new shop, which is out back and is only covered in weather watch on the roof. Um, so, yeah. So I need to uh, eventually get shingles on this bad boy. Yeah, you do. And some That'll help a little bit. Yeah, maybe a little shingles, maybe a little insulation. That's right. I turned my heater off out here. It's pretty cold, even though it's April 23rd. Mm, I'm out here in a t-shirt. No, not me. Mm -mm -mm. Up here in Rochester, I'm in a coat. I'm in insulated pants, wool socks, and I had my heater on full blast until I turned it off just so uh, you didn't get the background noise on here. Well, I've got my hunting boots on because it's fairly wet in the backyard, and uh, so my feet are sweating because it's so warm out here. So what do you got in your hand there? Um, uh, I have a LFD, La Flor Dominicana, double ligero, or as I've recently found out, it's pronounced Lejera. Oh, really? Uh, yes. How do you know that? I looked it up, man. Yeah, but I've never heard of that. Um, well, I hadn't either. I mean, besides hearing some people that I assume they were just trying to talk in some kind of accent. But, uh, but yeah, it's pronounced Lijero. It's a type of tobacco leaf found near the top of each tobacco plant. Wow, lihero. Like Hebrew. This is the double lihero. Lihero. We can can go with ligero just because, you know, we're used to that. Lihero. But uh, this, I believe, is a 660, would be the the official sizing of it, although it measures at 4.5 inches by 60 ring gauge. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty fat in my mouth. Yeah, it is. Manny, do you happen to know uh, what uh, the meaning or explanation of the ring gauge sizing is? Are you talking about the why it's called the 660? No, just in general, how they size a cigar. Like, what size that actually is when you have a 60 ring gauge? No, I don't. Is that like, uh, like a 12-gauge shotgun is a .72 inch or 72 caliber? I guess kind of, but not quite. Yeah. All right, well, what does it mean? I don't know. So, apparently the ring gauge, not apparently, I did a little research on this. The ring gauge is um, measured by 64ths of an inch. So the diameter of this cigar would be 60 64ths of an inch. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, why they divide it by 64? Uh, uh, that, that I don't know. It's not a gallon. I mean, I don't know why it's divided by 64. Or a half gallon, even at that. I guess you have a lot more variations in sizing if you divide it by 64. <laughs> sure. Right? Yeah. I mean, as opposed yeah. to like, we're going to do it by eighths. Yeah. Then you only have, sense. you know, eight sizes you can go with. No, that makes gauges. sense. It makes total sense. Metric system. I get it. Hmm. The Dewey Decimal System. Ooh, man. What do you, uh,. This is your first time smoking this cigar, no? <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> it is. Do you know that I graduated college and there was one class that my graduation was hinged upon, and that was whether or not I passed 
pre-calculus, and this was my Ooh. second time taking it as a senior. Uh -oh. And uh, I passed. Are you saying you never actually graduated? Oh, no, no, no. The <laughs> professor, I tried to go to so much extra help, and I just, it was awful. And the professor met me in line and let me know I got a D minus. <laughs> and wow. I was ecstatic. I was so happy. Like in line at graduation? Yeah, because we didn't know the scores of the finals, and I was one of the few people who uh, was going to, like, my passing was hinged on how well I did on the final. <laughs> oh, math sucks, man. Nice. Yeah, I was having to uh, teach a little math today, you know, now that we're all our own teachers. Mm -hmm. For our children, that is. And we're all students. Uh, yes, I'm a student again. I did have to, mind you, I do quite a bit of math in my job, but uh, I did have to re-remind myself of how to, like, the simple version of writing out a division problem. Um, oh, I hate for that. a minute, I was like, wait, how do I do that? <laughs> and then it, it then became like a 20-minute argument with my 10-year-old because he explained to me that he knows how to do it, but he doesn't like doing it that way. But yet the way he was doing it, he couldn't figure out his math problem. <laughs> that sounds like every kid. So I was like, dude, just do it this way, and it's simple. So it was I fun. I know how to do it! Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. One of the uh, few fun conversations I get to have while teaching my children during uh, COVID. COVID. COVID-19! Yes, sir. Yeah, it's hard being my six-year-old's only playmate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also still working full-time. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot. Yeah, well, I do have to say, I mean, I'm not working full-time right now, so... So uh, I do have that going for me, I guess. <laughs> oh, I wasn't comparing. I wasn't comparing my situation to yours. Well, I'm saying, I'm saying it is kind of nice that I can just, for the most part, when I'm home, I can just focus on the kids. Oh, yeah, that is nice. As opposed to so many people that are out there in your situation that are, you know, that are also having to work full time. And honestly, I think a lot of people having to work more than full time, it seems like. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's... Most people I talk to are like, I feel like I'm busier now than I was before all of this. Yeah, when it comes general, to work, obviously. Yes, and people, you know, people's jobs are changing just for now, like what exactly they're doing, so a lot of stuff is new or different. Yeah. It's dumb. We should all just get it over with and spread spread the word and spread the virus. That's right. Just one cough at a time, you know? That's right. I'm going to cough into a giant balloon and then pop it in the middle of a mall. Yeah, well, I think you should do that in all the closed malls. I was just thinking, yeah, I guess there'd be no one in there. <laughs> nope. Mission failed. <clears throat> yeah. Well, uh, the this cigar, the cigar stores are still open. Mm-hmm. They are essential. I'm glad that has not changed. Yep. I agree. And um, this double Ligero is starting off on the, uh, how do you say? How, how do you say? Fuerte. See? Fuerte? Is that how you say what? I think that means strong. Oh. There you go. What do it you is. think? Yes. Yeah, I mean, no, it's definitely a strong cigar. I have not had one of these in a while. Um, but I do love the LFDs, and the vast majority of them are pretty dang strong cigars. So apparently the Ligero leaf, which is the top leaf of the plant. Ligero. Um, I'm sorry, the Ligero. Ligero. Uh, is known to be one of the strong it, uh, or the strongest leaf 
that is used for wrapping. Where is it from again? Um, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you oh. getting ahead of yourself there? Oh, sorry. Getting ahead of myself there, actually. Oh. Manny. I mean, do you want to have a little uh, a little info on it? Uh, I would love that. Yeah, well, I mean, here, here. Let, let, me, uh, let me pull a little something up that I've got for you. Because I know nothing about this. So I've had rapper, a Triple League girl before, but not from oh. LFD. Oh, who was it? What, what brand? Um, actually, Santiago Cigar Factory um, was uh, selling their Triple League Arrow for a while, and it was mm. very strong. And I, I would say so strong that it actually wasn't blended that well. Yeah. Um, it was almost like uh, I, I, I equate it to when you order super spicy wings. And yeah. they're so hot that you can't even taste them, or like the flavor isn't really good of the hot sauce anyway. It was kind of like that. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, well, this is not that. This is delicious. It is strong, but delicious. Um, the wrapper is an Ecuadorian Maduro. The binder is Dominican. The filler is Dominican. So, what part is the ligero? That would be the wrapper. Oh, okay. Um, which would be double wrapped with the garrow leaves. Mm, it is really good. Mm-hmm. I have a buddy who, it's funny because I just enjoy LFDs, uh, but whenever I'm in a conversation with this buddy of mine and talk about uh, cigars, and he's like, oh, yeah, Chase is a pretty serious cigar smoker. I mean, he loves LFDs. Like, I can't even handle an LFD, which I don't think is true. I think he's just the kind of guy that likes to, Boost people up because he's he handles some strong cigars, but uh, but I mean, this definitely is like I would not recommend the cigar for a beginner. No, no, that it wouldn't be fun if like this would be one that could make you sick if you're not used to it, yeah, easily. Yeah. I don't, I, it's not too strong yet, like it's not, it's not too strong yet, but I can see, I think I can see where this is going, yeah, and it does mellow out a little bit once you get into the cigar a little. If I if my memory serves me right, huh. yeah. Hey, I do have a review on this cigar, Manny. Oh yeah. Do we want to see what somebody thinks? Well, if I were, what flavors do you taste before we start polluting our brains with the words of other idiots? What are some of the flavors that you taste? Mm. Um, it says I don't know if this is a flavor. But more of a description. It is a little bitter. I was going to say that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my that? gosh. Uh, it also is a little sweet at the same time, um, which might be just that Maduro. Um, got a little bit of spice, but not as much as I think, considering how, stro- quote, unquote, strong I feel like the cigar is. But as, when it comes to flavors, I did read in one review that this goes really well with a single malt scotch, and I, I'm not sm- drinking a single malt scotch, but I could see that. Oh, I did not get a single malt scotch. I do have uh, some Maker's Mark on ice. Oh, look at you. Well, I sadly did not bring a pairing out here with me. you got to um, get a I fridge didn't... in your shed, man. Well, I don't have permanent power out here. you got to get a solar panel, man. But don't you worry. I do still have that bottle yeah. of pirate rum from my how last funny. episode out here. Oh, yo, how funny would it be if, uh, like, one day your wife comes out and you're putting a solar panel on the, set, on the shed? What do you think she'd say? Dude, I, I no joke. I've already thought about a solar panel. 
<laughs> For those listening, this is a little bit of a debate that uh, why Manny is joking about this is uh, I have built, I think I mentioned dimensions of the shed slash shop slash studio. Um, but uh, it's rather big. I mean, it's a full on shop. Like I just started building cabinets in here um, today. I was building them in our patio for a customer and I just started building some in here. Um, so, I mean, there's plenty of space. Uh, it is a legit shop also with a shed attached to it as part of it. Um, but uh, my wife does for some reason think it's odd that I would hang out out here, which I think that she just doesn't understand men. She doesn't get it. Remember, I <laughs> used to hang out in my storage unit. <laughs> That's right. I used to keep like a stash of cigars and some beer, and that's where I'd keep like a lawn chair. You know, I'd like tinker on my motorcycle, but also I'd just kill a few hours and listen to a podcast in my storage shed or in the storage <laughs> unit. <laughs> um, there's quite a few people now. There's a lot of rules on storage units nowadays that you actually can't hang out in them. You can't do yeah. work in them. Um, but you can't I remember hide bodies in there. Yeah, you can't keep people locked up. Yeah, well, it's not um, the good old days. Yeah, not anymore. But uh, but I do remember the good old days. Back in Norwalk, I remember there was a storage unit that uh, my uncle had kept some tools and equipment in. And every time I'd go there to pick some stuff up, I mean, it wasn't often, but the few times I did go there, uh, I mean, there are at least three different storage units being used as a hangout for a couple guys. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my neighbor back in Connecticut, um, he had a storage. It was up like a like a private, it, I mean, not a private. It was like someone's residence that he rented a garage from. And I would catch him hanging out over there all the time. <laughs> he would just be keep... sitting there, having a beer, just hiding away. Oh, yeah. Well, I'd keep my motorcycle in there when I lived in an apartment. And uh, I would just, on my way to work, I'd park my car at the storage unit and then take the motorcycle from the storage unit to work and then switch it out <laughs> again later on in the evening. There we go. Here's Hey, shout out to storage units, man. Yeah, uh, well, except for the ones that put too many regulations. Yeah. Yep. Forget those ones. Those damn restrictive rules of storage units. That's right. So, so, anyways, that's why it would Manny finds it even more humorous if my wife were to find out I was putting a solar panel out here. <laughs> <laughs> but I have thought about we get great sun exposure, and it would probably be honestly it'd probably be a little cheaper than even ha having to legally get power permanently out here. But you wouldn't have enough to, like, power... Like, let's say you wanted to use your table saw and then use a router and keep the lights on. Like, you wouldn't have enough for all that. I have not done the research yet, Manny. Well, do it and let me know, okay? Maybe a few solar panels is what I need. Fill up your whole yard. Yeah, it's yeah. for the shed, honey. <laughs> Sorry, honey. <laughs> I need it. Save money. Think green. <laughs> yeah, kids don't need to play anymore. Trying to decrease our carbon footprint. Here's to COVID. That's right. <laughs> <coughs> Oh, man, this cigar is feeling actually a little stronger. Uh-oh. Yeah, man. I do have to say, it's a lot more mellow on the retro, man. Are you going to give it a go? No. I don't believe you. Oh, no, it is. It's creamy. Nope, I don't believe you. Oh, it's creamy. With like, no. almost like a hint of vanilla. It's not going to be smoother when you blow it through your nose. No, it is. It is smoother. I promise you. I know you're lying, but I have to try it. Now, wait, wait. When you, when you retro, Manny, are you actually blowing it through your nose? No, that would be rolling the smoke. Well, I'm just making sure. No, what I'm trying to do is, so I fill my mouth with it. Okay, not my lungs, but my mouth. 
but so when I blow it out my mouth, I leave the last little bit and I just kind of breathe out of my nose. Yeah. All right. Just making sure. Because I'm still trying to figure out why you have such a hard time. I don't know, man. It doesn't taste good that way usually. Here. Mm. Right, come on. Hold on. Mm. I don't like it. But it does nah. taste like uh, dark roast coffee when I do that. There you go. Get a little, little different flavor out of it. Do you taste that when you retro? Uh, I do get a little coffee taste. For me, though, it's 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 creamy. Can you try rolling it once? Um, I could. Or you just blow out of your nose? Oh, yeah, that's a little much. <laughs> it's a little much. I do that with pipe smoke. Yeah, well, pipe smoke is nowhere near as harsh as this. All right, now French inhale it. No, I'm good. <laughs> You're getting a little too intimate here. French inhale. All right. So, anyways, back to this review, Manny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Let's hear yeah. this. This idiot. Go. 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 I'm ready. All right. Here we go. The wrapper is a gorgeous, malted, oily, dark coffee bean color. Seams are nearly invisible. Lots and lots of veins. <laughs> the stick is packed solid, just like yesterday's review of the Ashton ESG. Wow. This guy's doing a cigar day. I like it. Wow. It makes a crackling noise when gently pushed. If I have the same problems I did with the ESG, you will never see this review. Then wouldn't we never know? <laughs> I farted. Uh, this gentleman is smoking the chisel style and shape of the cigar. Oh, the I saw that. The chisel cap is an interesting gimmick. I do have a chapter one or chapter two LFD chisel in my humidor, but that is not this cigar. Um... It's an interesting gimmick, he says. Squeezing it open requires some patience. What? As to squeezing not crack the wrapper too much. I, I don't know. Why is he squeezing it open? <laughs> He's trying to empty it out to make a blunt. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's one thing you can do with a cigar. Uh, aromas across the, across the shaft smell of hay, chocolate, spice, and earthy, earthy tobacco. From the foot and open chisel cap, I can smell dark cocoa, spice, grass, espresso, and sweetness. From the cold draw, I taste black pepper, leather, and grass. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot. He hasn't even <laughs> lit the cigar yet. <laughs> cigar has not even touched a flame. Here we go. I smell, I smell your dark cocoa, baby. Uh-oh, here we go. The cap comes off. Oh, no. Oh. But no real harm. So far, and then a giant blast of red pepper that sings the hairs. Oh, he says sings, but I think he meant to say singes the hairs inside my nose. Wow, he's a very, very colorful writer. Yes, my eyes well up with <laughs> my eyes well up with tears. <laughs> my sinuses <laughs> open wide enough for an eighteen wheeler to drive through, and I am in a tunnel of light with my dead relatives monitoring me for. No, motioning me to them. Sorry, I lost track with how silly yeah, this the is. Hell. Um, the char line is spot on. <laughs> wow, it, he just went right from that to the char line, huh? It's burning well. The sun comes out on this beautiful Milwaukee day. Oh, my God. Um, right, I'm skipping some of this. More flavors. Thank Chocolate, you. nuts, sweetness, coffee, something fruity. I think he does that in every... I've read a few of his other reviews, and he always says something fruity. Maybe it's code. Yeah. 
<laughs> Leather and rich tobacco. The strength starts at medium to full. I'm in for one hell of a ride. <laughs> he says that before, too. I remember that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says yep. it every day on his daily post. In for a hell of a ride. Yep. Buckle um, up. Just like the typical LFD. Oh, now he's talking about the Oliva V. It's packed like a cage fighter. All muscle and requiring special care until it's ready. All supple and sweaty and <laughs> Oh my goodness, dude, rippled. this guy. Um, he shares photos of cracks. Um, <laughs> Excuse me? He says, but the flavors, oh the flavors. If this baby can just hang uh, through to the end, I will be baptized into the Catholic Church. <laughs> that makes no sense. Here they are, spice, chocolate, cream, black cherry, floral notes, honey, molasses, caramel, leather, rich tobacco, sweetness. Oh my goodness! Wow! Oh, oh, halfway point. He's giving up the thirds. Oh, hey, what happened to the thirds, man? I thought it was hockey. Right. Here we go. We're gonna get into some more flavors here, Manny. The black cherry sweetness and summer fruit flavors soar. Nope. The caramel, cream, chocolate, and coffee are right behind. <laughs> Dude, I mean, there's like no joke. Six more paragraphs of just. <laughs> Of just halfway point. Just innuendos. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Last third. This article is all metaphors and innuendos, by the way. Oh, here we go. Prepare yourself. I'm about to swear. <laughs> in ready. two sentences, there'll be a curse word. Uh-oh. I've dropped the cigar on the floor twice now. That nicotine is really kicking my ass. <laughs> this dude's wasted on the cigar. <laughs> Oh, it'll kill newbies by the thousand. Quick, call 911. What? Little Ricky has stopped breathing. I think it was the LFD, Double Ligero, Chisel Maduro. The char line has required a lot of minor touch-ups. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, at some point that I skipped, he must have talked about a mineral taste, because he says the mineral taste is gone. You know? I wait, wait, I wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, one more, one more. <laughs> I swear that the fruit flavor is a combo of mango and melon. What the hell? I can barely focus now. I feel like I'm stoned. Well, it <laughs> sounds like it. Maybe he did something else before lighting up the cigar. Maybe he did not actually smoke the cigar. Maybe he just picked up something. I'm telling you, he was rolling a blunt with it. Yeah, but he would have still got the flavors of the wrapper. That double ligero. Double ligero. All that melon and black cherry and molasses. I don't taste any of those things. No, I taste nothing. (laughs) I taste coffee. That's it. Yeah, it's like a dark... This this is like a very kind of dark, bitter... Like, almost like a dark, dark, um, like, raw chocolate or like a dark roast coffee. Yeah. Dude, he goes... (laughs) Not even joking. I'm not going to read any of this. But at the end of this review... He says, and now for something completely different. And he launches into, like, I mean, it's double the length of the review. <laughs> Wait, do you want to about, read it? About a CPAP machine. <laughs> <laughs> Does he review the taste of the, the CPAP machine? And he also is talking about Reggie. Reggie White, Sleep Disorders Foundation. In the same post? Mm-hmm. The same one. I wonder, well, what does he say about a CPAP machine? That sounds riveting. No, I'm not getting it. Dude, it's it's boring as crap. (laughs) Hey, watch your mouth. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. It's boring as spit. Thank you. Yep. Even that's I am, a little. I edgy. am. I I have caught a little burning issue here, Manny. Oh. Uh, uh, so much so that I might have to take a picture of this. Uh. Uh. You gonna send it to me? It just like ballooned out. Hold on. Let me uh, activate my Wi-Fi. You can see the fire hazard behind this picture too. Of just a jumble of wires. Oh, you want me to send it to you now? I don't know. I thought that's why you're bothering to take the time to announce that you're taking. Well, a I thought you know for the Insta for our friends, you know, for our friends and our listeners. Yeah, for our friend, that'd be cool. Our friend on Instagram, <laughs> the one. You know, I wish you would take this seriously. We'd have a lot more listeners. Do we, Manny? Do oh, we have I, a lot more? Okay, so if I could describe the picture you just sent me. Looks like it was burning on the inside and some of the wrapper didn't burn on the outside. Yeah, like the wrapper kind of just pillowed out. It looks like it's salvageable, though. Just a little touch-up. Well, honestly, it's already... The ash is already white now. So, so <laughs> it you're all set. Itself. You're all set. Yeah, okay. but hey, I do have to mention... We we did put up an episode uh, this past Sunday, and there's only four plays on there, Manny. So I think if there's anyone tuning in here, I mean, what's going on, you know? Um, well, they must hate us, which is good, but I wish they would tell us. Yeah, I wish they'd tell us about it. That's kind of the point. Like, if you're not going to listen, please insult us on your way out. We, and let us I mean, know why. You owe us that, because we wasted your time. Let us know why you didn't like it. That way we can make sure we continue to do that. <laughs> Let us know the things that annoy you the most or that are not entertaining, and we'll focus on doing more of those things. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, so I would say, you know, I, I was going to interrupt you earlier. Yeah, you did and, interrupt me earlier, but go ahead. Well, you did, not, you did not tolerate my interruption, and I respect that. I respect that. Um, That's right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him something. What was this guy's name? Oh, you want me to blow up his spot? Well, no, I just I was going to reference him something I think he's right about that I didn't pick up on. Yeah. Um, uh, so this would be the Catman once again. Catman. Cathan. Catman Cohen. Catman Cohen. Um, he describes a minerally flavor. Yes. Which I'll give him that. That's a good way to describe some of the bitter flavors. Yep. I'll actually give him that, too. And the mango-melon combo. Uh, nope, I don't agree with him on that. <laughs> I don't think I've ever tasted mango or melon on a cigar. And I don't taste red. I don't agree with pretty much 99% of everything else. Just that one comment about it tasting minerally. That makes sense. Yep, yeah, that does make sense. Kind of salty, you know? Yeah. So, hey, like man, your, on, a, like on another... Attitude. No, don't, don't, don't give me that. I'd say my attitude is a little salt and pepper. No? Not feeling that? Um, anyways. <laughs> so, Manny, obviously we're in, like, what is this, the 80th week of um, social distancing and quarantine? Uh, I think it's week 80. That's what it feels yeah, like. feels like it, yeah. Yeah. Um, at least week, like, five, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Um, what uh, what what are you uh, you and the Manny and the fam doing? 
to uh, to pass this time, you know, to get along, to to squeak by? Um, well, it's hard because we have a six-year-old and a two-year-old and a puppy who's 11 weeks old. Nice. So we have a bunch of people without brains running around our house, and we're just saving lives all day, pretty much. <laughs> You're like um, heroes. Yeah, I mean, stand outside your house and just bang on a pot and pan. (laughs) (laughs) Just to show you how much I appreciate you. (laughs) Let's go. Let's go interrupt some some people's important jobs by banging on pots and pans and flashing our (laughs) lights and ambulances. (laughs) That'll help. Let's get out in public and expose ourselves or banging on pots and pans and honking our horns, stopping traffic. (laughs) Um, You know, there are a lot to keep up with. So. Fortunately, my six-year-old is really into fishing, and that is one thing that is still open to participate in. So we've been fishing as much as possible, um, and I've been working on fixing up this rowboat. So I've been making seats for it. I ordered, I got the oars in the mail. Um, I got my boater safety kit and all that, and life jackets. And so the next nice day, I'm going to take my six-year-old out and... As long as he can tolerate it, we'll be out on the water. We'll have lunch and drinks and um, hopefully catch some dinner. But we'll see. I think right now we'd be fishing for lake trout or uh, Atlantic salmon. Nice. Nice. I forget that you can get salmon up there. Wait, what? I forget that you can get salmon up there. Yeah, they call them landlocked salmon, and they are in the Finger Lakes. So I like to fish Hemlock Lake most of all. Nice, nice. So uh, you've been so building us, your shed, right? Yeah. So I mean, we've got we've got the shed almost complete. We have siding and roof uh, to put on. But uh, yeah. By the know, way, it shingles. sounds like you're creaking in a chair um, because of the rain in the background. Well, maybe I'm just in a rocking chair. Yeah, I'm not. It's just the rain. Oh, um, we are forecast to get four days straight of rain, which is perfect when you're stuck at home yeah same here it's gonna be oh oh, low 40s windy and rainy (laughs) yep we did we did go for a walk slash scooter ride today in the rain so there you go we have been going for a walk almost on a daily basis um at the end of the day my wife is working from home and i have had a couple days out for work but uh we've kind of made like a point to just hey we're just gonna get out and let the kids go on their scooters and get some energy out and uh but i did come up with what i thought was a genius idea today i'm sure you did Uh, yep and i'm sure it was genius uh but uh anyways we uh once again i've built this shed slash workshop um and you know being a carpenter and doing work around your house and coming in and out of a basement to transfer your tools around since i didn't have anything anywhere besides my basement to store tools Tools kind of just start accumulating around the house. And may, that, maybe that's just my personality that I'm like, oh, look at this screwdriver in my pocket. I'll just shove it in my dresser. And I mean, sense. literally every room just had random tools. Uh, so I told my boys that today we had quite the game to play and that there would be a reward of a dollar for the winner. <laughs> and for some reason, that was exciting for them. Uh, so their game was to run around the house as fast as they could and collect. They each had a table in our, uh, like our side tables in our living room that they, they had to put their stuff at. And they had to find as many tools as they could and put them on that table. And whoever had the most tools would win round one. Mind you, I didn't have like too much of a plan beyond that. I just had to make it up as I went. <laughs> um, 
But uh, so they did that. So then round two was that because they tied with how many tools. They each got 26 items um, from around the house that would then eventually come out to the shop. So then were the they next, like taking them out of your toolbox and bringing them to the table for more rewards, like more points? Um, no, but I did have to go through them because it was like, I found this screw. And I was like, yeah, that goes to the chair in the dining room. Put that back. Any excuse. That's definitely a tool. Oh, yeah. My 10-year-old had, like, a Leatherman, or not a Leatherman. It's, like, one of those Cabela, like, $5 multi-tools. That's his. And two pocket knives. And he tried to claim that those were tools to go out in the shed. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, so they collected 26 items each. And then this round two was that they'd get another point, because they tied, if they could bring all of those items out to the... Uh, workshop, which is probably about a 30-yard walk from the house. Um, you know, walking down the stairs. They had to get everything in one one trip. So they both did that. So then I was like, all right, well, let's keep this going. So I was like, all right, now round three is getting every tool out of Daddy's truck. Man, all for a dollar. Yeah, so they went for it. And they each Cheapskate. got 22 tools out of the truck. Jeez, working um, those slaves. And then they were like... Hey, does sweatshirts count? And I'm like, yep. Oh, you got a sweatshop going? <laughs> oh, yeah. I just, at that point, I made everything count. That way they cleaned out my truck for me. <laughs> um, and then they came back, and no joke, they both got the same amount of tools. Again, they tied. Um, uh, and then they had to bring it all back in one trip. And then the final, the final thing was that they had to put them all away, help me organize everything. So that took, no joke, two hours of time. And they also did their chores without even realizing it. Oh, my gosh. And then you're and like, I gave them no each one gets a dollar. a dollar. And I was like, here you go. You just get a dollar. Oh, I was going to say, no one gets a dollar. Trick, you just learned. You got an education like school. Yeah, that's right. Just learned <laughs> a hard lesson. You didn't sign a contract. <laughs> so, yeah, stuff like that. I mean, we are learning, but our county here is doing a pitiful job of getting information out to kids. It's pretty bad. Yeah, well, I'm pretty tired of hearing about it from, uh, I don't even watch the news anymore. I haven't looked at Facebook in quite some time. Probably a wise uh, decision. Uh, yeah, not a lot of not a lot of worthwhile stuff on there. No. Uh-oh. What? Uh-oh, my wife is texting me. Uh-oh. Does that mean we're pausing this? Hold on. I said, I'm good. Still talking to Chase. I love you. In that way. Dude, too far. That nasty way. (coughs) I didn't have to say that. She already knows. Hey, since we're probably going to be editing this out. Nope. Continue. No. All right, then. (laughs) Oh, so how how far are you into the cigar, Manny? Have you pulled the uh, label off? No, when you sent me your picture... Uh, oh, uh-oh, she's texting me again. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, when you sent me the picture, I noticed that yours was almost to the band, and where I am now is about what yours looked like in the picture, you know, 10, 15 minutes ago. Smoke mine a little faster, eh? I think so. What, are you trying to get through it? No, just that's how I smoke. All right, relax, man. Don't don't tell me how to smoke. Hey, did they reschedule the Cigar World Smoking Championship event tournament? Kumite. Oh. 
It's a great question. A cigar kumite? Is that what it's called? No, I don't know. What was it called? The cigar smoking, the cigar smoking world, dude. Bloodsport. That's that's the kumite or the kumite. That's old, man. Yeah, man, I love that movie. Uh, I mean, my guess is that that tournament will be rescheduled. Oh, man, I was really looking forward to uh, not watching that or tuning in. I wonder if they, wonder if they have it on ESPN. Here we go. <laughs> Marco Billick, founder and president of the Cigar Smoking World Championship, contacted Cigar Journal Magazine today. He returned from the U.S. after the qualifier in Naples, Florida. Huh? Qualifier? Well, not just that, but how are you returning to the U.S. from, from Naples, Florida? Sounds shady. <laughs> what are you doing down there in Florida, brother? Um, he did. Oh, and oh, he went in Naples, Florida, and went to voluntarily quarantine in Croatia. He confirmed that all scheduled qualifiers will be suspended for the next two months. This was written in March, March twenty third. Exactly um, a month ago. In times like this, it is our obligation to prevent large gatherings, Mr. Bullock said. Let's concentrate on getting through this crisis and focus on the time past COVID-19. He will reassess the situation mid-May and let us know how Club Mavera will handle the rest of our scheduled qualifier events. Those are uh, wise words. He must be a cigar smoker. He must be. Oh, yeah, man. They're all canceled. All the way through June. Canceled. Hey, well, I just learned that they canceled the garlic festival near us, oh. and I emailed my favorite garlic farmer, and whoa, how funny is that? Um, I'm going to be buying a bulk order of garlic since I can't go to the garlic fest this year. Oh, it's sad, man. I know, man. It's sad. I remember first year I went to the garlic festival... I got sick because it's just farmers with samples of raw garlic and no actual food and then just wine. So mm. I just had wine and raw garlic for a full half a day oh. until I was full and then I threw up in the porta potty. That makes sense. Yep. That does make sense. I mean, it was good. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's... Here they carried, they canceled the Cherry Blossom Festival. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because of George Washington. Festival in D.C. Yeah, because they cut down the cherry tree, apparently. Yeah, they can't have it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe COVID attacked the, uh, the cherry trees. Oh, it's now, now moved on to plant life. Well, have you heard? There's quite a few house cats who have been uh, stricken with the virus. Do they have symptoms? Uh, yes. Sorry, that's not funny. <laughs> it 100% is funny. I wonder if uh, if Joe Exotic will have to worry about that. Wait, doesn't he have COVID in prison? Oh, does he? I don't know. They're all claiming they have COVID. Him and Takashi 69 and... Trying to get what's out. his name? The guy who raped a bunch of people that's in a walker now. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, <laughs> oh man. Well, hey, this cigar is just uh, 
It's still delicious. I've got about two and a half inches left on it. So what are your thoughts on this? And I don't mean T-H-O-T-S. Like, what are your, what are your thoughts about the cigar overall um, as far as, like, what it costs? Would, who would you recommend it to? Would you smoke it again? What do you think, Chase? Um, I believe... Now, in the past, I've actually not bought these as an individual stick. I've bought them as, like, a five-pack uh, through one of the online distributors. Um, but buying this individually, I believe it was an $8 cigar. Um, I'd say it's well worth the $8. Um, I would not recommend this for a newbie. Um, I would also not recommend this for someone who typically stays away from strong cigars. Like, I love strong cigars. I feel like I can handle a pretty strong cigar most of the time. Like, I, c- I could smoke this in the morning. Um, but I feel like that at the same time, like, I'm feeling it a little bit. Like, you know, you, you kind of get a little bit of a, a little bit of an upset stomach, you know? Oh, you're going to start writing crazy reviews, being all high. (laughs) No, no, I don't feel like that. Not that I would know what that feels like. But, yeah, I mean, I think it's a great cigar. I would recommend this to anyone who does enjoy a Maduro. That's kind of like a notch up, I feel, when it comes to strength. Yeah, for $8, I didn't realize that's what it costs. That's actually, that's a really good price, I think, for this cigar. Yeah, I think I've gotten a five-pack for like 30 yeah, that's a really good price. If I were to guess, I would have guessed this is like at least an $11 cigar. Maybe $11.20 and up. No, sir. Wow. No, sir. I think Cigar International five packs. When I bought a five pack last, they were like around $30. So I just a took a phenomenal price. So I just took the band off, and it is starting to pick up in strength at this point. Oh, maybe the band was holding it together. Is that what you experienced? It was, hold, it was holding the strength back. Did yours get stronger towards the end? Um, it did. That's right Right when I had that burn issue, though, so I didn't know if maybe it was a little smokier and felt like it was stronger. I think that might be the way it's blended. Mine's burning really well, but it's, uh, I'm in for a wild ride. <laughs> in for a hell of a ride. Hell of a ride. <laughs> yep. He's got his own spelling to that, by the way. Like hell of a? Like hell of a yeah. cheese? Mm-hmm. It's quite uh, quite fancy, you know? Very good, yeah. very good. Yeah, man, I definitely like, see that. I even had a, had a little burp hiccup that I'm, I'm going to say is 100% because of the cigar. Ew. Was, did liquid come up? No, it wasn't like a throw-up. Ew. Yeah. No, I'm going to get whiskey. You do it, man. You do it. Pretty smoky in the barn, Chase. Oh, yes. I can't, Chase, I can't find my whiskey. Oh, it's right next to me. Now, this does, by the way, this description on Wikipedia of uh, the Lijero. Um, let me read. Let me read the full description really quick. Uh, I read the beginning of it before. It is a type of leaf, a type of tobacco leaf found near the top of each tobacco plant. Slower to mature than the seco and viso leaves found at the middle of the plant. Or the easy-burning volado leaves at the bottom. Ligero leaves are characterized by a coarse texture and produce smoke with a potent, spicy taste. Ligero leaf is selected for the manufacture of heavy, full-bodied cigars. Being rolled at the very center of the filler. Oh. Oh. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. 
Didn't know that. So I wonder what that... So is it not the wrapper? What? Hey, we need to get to the bottom of this. Or the middle of this, if you will. The center of it, yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, I don't know specific. That's just talking about the Garrow. I mean, it does show a picture on here of the LFD double Garrow and also the cane straight Ligero. Um Cane is made by who? I have no idea. Isn't that Rocky Patel? That's what I thought. I feel like this picture is just horrible that they'd place a Rocky Patel next to an LFD. Well, we got to learn more about cigars, man. The fact that we don't know where the Ligero is in a cigar makes me worry that we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, maybe it, may, it makes sense that not a lot of people are listening to this. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> I don't yeah, listen to it. I've been had no net. <laughs> yeah, well, either way, it's a delicious cigar. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Apparently, uh, in the growing process of the tobacco plant, the reason why it's a stronger, darker um, leaf is because it being at the top of the plant, apparently it doesn't get the nutrients that the rest of the leaves get. It also sees a lot of sunshine. So that causes it to be a darker, more bold flavor. Well, that it is. Yep. I'm glad that this isn't like a giant cigar. This is a... So we got the 660, which is a very short, fat cigar, you know. Um, yep. And it was a good size. It's a good size. It smoked it for is a good how, size. how long are we going on? About 45 minutes now? Yeah, about 45. So, yeah, that was good. Yep. It's delicious. Actually, it does leave a little sweet taste on the lips from the wrapper. Maybe some raisins. Oh, or some mangoes and melons. <laughs> Yeah, man. It is delicious. So, what are we uh, what are we smoking next time, Manny? Ugh, what a boring topic. Um, well, <laughs> I think so. This is a dark, strong Maduro. Um, you know what I think we should smoke next time? Let me guess. Let me guess. Okay. The shade. Just, no, no, no. Uh, one of your Santiago's. Well, we do have that nice-sized Bellicoso Maduro. Yes. We also what, have... What were you thinking? The Amazon... Is it the Anaconda? I believe it is the Anaconda that you have. Or do you have the Basin? I have... Hold on, Let me look it up. I have the one with the... It's like a spiral um, band. Um... Let's see. Let's see, Manny. I know. I'm looking now. So the Anaconda. Yes, I have the Anaconda. Nice. And when you say band, what do you mean on that cigar? So on the CAO um, Amazon line of cigars, they don't do your typical paper label or band. They actually have a little tobacco leaf that they've rolled into a cord and wrap the cord and then tie it and glue it around the cigar as the band. So each of the different cigars from the CIO Amazon line have a different pattern of that little co that little tobacco leaf wrapping um, where the band would usually be. 
So the, the anaconda is the one that has like a, a two row. It's like spiraling around the cigar, kind of like a spring pattern. And yes. then the the basin has the one where it's like uh, three. It's just wrapped next to itself three times, like a tight little band. Yes. And then what's the one with the X? Um, the X. Oh, there's oh, a bunch that's of the uh, that's the Orellana. Oh, that one has a weird one. That one I have not had, but I have in my humidor. Yeah, I haven't had that one either. Oh, maybe it is the Aurelia or whatever it is. Orellana. 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 I thought that was the only three they had was the Basin, the Amazon, I mean the uh, Anaconda and the Orellana. I mean, I thought so too, man, you know. (laughs) Guess I'm wrong. Yeah, big well, deal. You know, people are wrong. Don't be mad at me. We, okay, we could do that. That's kind of a fun cigar. It's a cigar you don't see all the time, all over the place. And we know we both like it. Yes, we do. We do. Well, any last uh, thoughts about cigars or COVID? Um, I have lots of thoughts about COVID, but I'm not going to get into them, Manny. Thank you. Um, but yeah, in regards to cigar, once again, it was great, delicious. Enjoyable, um, strong, but uh, but fun, you know, lighthearted. <laughs> lighthearted. It was a lighthearted yeah, cigar. It was a lighthearted cigar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is perfect in this day and age. Yeah, it's just what we need, isn't it? Yes. Yes, I do have to say, Manny. I, I this this kind of goes back to our last episode where we talked about whether or not we are smoking during this time. Um, and I took a little time off. Um, but uh, as I have reached out to some fellow cigar smokers and friends of mine over this past week, um, that are all, if you would, I guess you could say, are quote-unquote at risk, whether it be different underlining health issues or age. Um, but there's not a single, no, there's one. There's one out of about eight guys that I've talked to who are avoiding smoking cigars right now. The rest of them say, if I can't smoke a cigar, what's the point of living through COVID? (laughs) There you go. So I think that's my official stance. (laughs) Yep. Nice. Well, um, I'm still kind of smoking mine. I'll probably put it down in five or ten minutes. But uh, I don't feel sick, which is good. (laughs) I thought I actually might. But uh, it is very strong. And it goes really well with... uh, a nice scotch or a nice whiskey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and honestly, it even goes well with this pirate rum. Mm. And then, as far as COVID, you know, I have a lot of thoughts. T-H-O-T-S, but not a lot of T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S thoughts. So, no? I'll leave it at that. Well then, that's thank you for your insight. You're welcome. Well, Manny, this has been a treat. Yeah. A treat that I provided for you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Daddy, for this treat. I just, I think that it might be worthwhile for anyone who does listen to our episodes to just go back episode by episode Ugh. and maybe count up how many cigars we've smoked that I've sent to Manny versus how many cigars we've smoked that Manny has sent to me. Ugh. 
Don't don't listen to those old ones. Well, I mean, you can skip the first couple. <laughs> but I mean, it's at least it's at least noteworthy to know that I I, I gifted all of those cigars too. Is this really a comparison of who gifts who more? Because we could get into that on here if you want. Oh well, I mean, why not? You know, I give you. <laughs> if anyone's still, if anyone's still you, listening at this point, then they're down for anything. I give, <laughs> just like you. <laughs> so happiness, okay. I'd say we both give each other happiness. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty presumptuous of you, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> but I did just make you laugh, so I guess I was right. Oh, you. Oh, the joy. All right, man. That's all you got. Done. That's all you got is happiness, huh? Yeah, that's it. And even then, that's, right. a, that's a stretch. Yeah. yeah, all right, well. And I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, this, is, this has been great. Yeah. Am I also to outro with a trumpet? You know, I can provide like some scat background if you know what I mean. Ew. <laughs> no, thank you. No, I'm really good at scatting. No, no, no. Oh, I do have. I, you know, I feel like this is worth sharing on here. Um, because because I think that it's just worth sharing. I think you'll enjoy it, and I think others might enjoy this. Um, in 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 our competition today, um, we were out in the shed or the shop or the studio, whatever you'd like to call it. The mm-hmm. Awkward hangout area. Jack Shack. <laughs> Whoa, that's not. I wouldn't go that far. But uh, I told my kids, I was like, I gotta, I gotta pee really bad. And they were like, Oh, you pee your pants, you know, because they're they're boys, and they think it's funny to say stuff like that. Sure. So I was like, I'll be right back. I'm just gonna go in here into the bathroom. And I went into the shed section of the shed. There's a door to access the shed area from the shop. And I peed in a cup. And I came at, I came back in, and I was like. <laughs> I was like, hey, anyone interested in some apple juice? <laughs> and they both looked at me, and they were like, where'd you get apple juice? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I had it over there in the bathroom. And they were like, what is that? And I was like, it's pee. And they were like, no, it's not. And I, I literally, this like this very moment, I mean, my, both my kids are asleep. But if they were awake, they still do not believe that it was urine in a cup. Serve it to them in the morning. See what they <laughs> No, it's already dumped out. <laughs> you can make more. I dumped it underneath the shed, hoping that it'll deter any foxes from building a home under there until uh, until I have it. You know what kind of what kind of sick sick person are you that would urinate into a glass in the middle of a day? Um, it was a plastic cup. Oh, mine was glass. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> Wait, you had a glass cup? Didn't I? <laughs> did I send you a picture of that today? With the limes in it? Oh, I totally thought that was a beer. <laughs> <laughs> it was a leftover cocktail glass and I was on a Zoom conference and I didn't want to leave the room so I just peed in the glass that still has is that lines what in it. Is that what you're actually pairing with the cigar? <laughs> it looks the same. It's Makers on the rocks. Now. I could have swore oh, you were right. drinking a beer during a Zoom conference. No, no, I wasn't drinking a beer. <laughs> well then. <coughs> Glad I brought yeah. that up. You gonna play us out? Yep. Get ready for it. Alright, I hope that gets edited out. Good night.